Happy Thursday, everybody. Welcome back to the Jessica Harlow podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. In case you're new here, I'm your host, Jessica Harlow. I'm probably best known for being a content creator in the beauty and self-help space. I created this podcast because I wanted to share the spiritual, but also the practical things that have really helped me to transform my life and how I feel about it. I spent so many years feeling lost, confused, down, and even depressed. And when I saw how much better my life was becoming and how much better I was feeling when I decided to take my happiness into my own hands and make it my number one priority, I wanted to help everyone else feel just as good. So we definitely don't have time to waste. Let's get into this week's episode. So I make it no secret that I think that obviously social media has blessed us in so many ways, but it's also proven to be a really great detriment to our mental and emotional health, hell, even our physical health. I mean, I saw this post a while back that had photoshopped like old Hollywood actresses, like beauties like Marilyn Monroe, Grace Kelly, Elizabeth Taylor, and they were photoshopped as what they might look like today had they been part of this generation. Pinched noses, inflated cheeks and lips. The makeup was, I think, a little bit different too. It was just, I, I, like, everybody looks alike these days. I have no idea who anybody is anymore. I have to double check usernames and things because I'm so confused as to who's who. Like, I literally unfollow people who look too much alike. Because I'm like, I don't got time to, like, figure out who's who, get confused, think somebody's, like, got a new husband or a new whatever. Like, I don't got time for that. I don't got time to think that there's more drama than there actually is. But anyway, that aside, social media is just really bad for our mental and emotional health for so, so many reasons. And the more people that I talk to about it, like people who really use it as um, not just like something they do personally, but like something they're also like part of, like it's for their business. And I mean, in these this day and age, everybody's kind of like a personal brand in a way, right? I mean, I don't think there's that that many people who are using Instagram anymore just to like post pictures. In my honest opinion, I feel like Instagram is like a it's like a dating site to be honest. As far as I'm concerned, I feel like I feel like there's people where I'll look at them and they're on there and they're posting things and I'm just like, "Who are you on here for? Like, what are you posting this for?" Um But anyway, it's such a new thing. Like, it's still new. There's so much changing. And like, it's new in the scope of, I mean, our parents, um, our grandparents, our our older relatives, like, they don't even know what to like make of it. They didn't have to. This wasn't a part of their lives. This was never something that they had to consider. So there really isn't a lot of information on how to consume social media in a healthy way and even how to treat people who aren't using it in a healthy way. And so many of us really are addicted to it. Like I know that I am. Like it took me a while to like come to terms with with that and say it out loud, but like I could tell you like I'm absolutely like somehow I'm addicted to social media. Um, Like I constantly have to fight with myself and remind myself to just get off of my phone to put it down. And I'm really telling everybody else to do the same because I feel like so much of us, so many of us are so used to spending like all of our free time or time that we could be using to create things in our life, like not even as a creative person, but just like as a just a human being, like we're always creating our lives. I feel like so many of us spend way more time than necessary consuming other people's content rather than actually going out and like living our own lives or spending time with ourselves. It's kind of like we use it almost as like a distraction. So yeah, I've been telling everybody else to, you know, put their phones down as often as they possibly can. There's there's some days that are better than others and there's other days where it's like disgusting. These apps are designed, like you have to remember that these apps are designed to keep us addicted. 
these apps are spending big fucking bucks trying to get people to come in and figure out ways and like algorithms and whatever to make these apps super, super addictive, like even more addictive than they already are. Can you imagine? So they are designed to keep us addicted and they are spending even more money to make them even more so because our attention is worth a hell of a lot of money. It's not even just like Instagram or Facebook. I mean, there's like literally there's meditation apps that are kind of built to be really addictive. I mean, at this point, we've all got a screen in our hands all the time. Like people are holding their phone more than they're holding their lovers. Like think about it. People are holding their phones more than they're holding their dogs, their children. Like, come on, guys, this is getting insane. And I know that sounds like wildly hypocritical as somebody who like I use social media like it's part of my like whole career. And, you know, the algorithms are so fucking slick, too. Like, for example, um, a while back, there was a guy that I was seeing and there was a girl like, you know how when you go to somebody's page and you're going to like like a picture and leave a comment and you just somehow like see another person also leave a comment. So eventually like kind of recognize the username or whatever. Like this wasn't even something that I was like, I never even thought about anything. Kind of like I noticed her, but I didn't notice, notice anything. You know what I mean? Didn't think anything of it. Like never had clicked on her profile or anything like, like never. And a couple months later, I noticed that she and other people that I've noticed were popping up in my story views and like really high up. So then I went and clicked on their profiles and they weren't even following me. Like, so these are people who are like sitting there typing my name in and, you know, going like every single like day or every other day. Like I've even had one of my ex's current girlfriends pop up and I hadn't even ever looked at her profile before either. And so I just went and blocked all of them from viewing my stories. I'm like, hell no, like have some decency like make a fake account, like put in a little bit of effort, like at least, at least if like if they had followed me, like it would have been okay. But like the point is, is like, you're not going to follow me and you're going to sit and type my name into your search every single day. And with the algorithms, I have to see your faces every single day and like be just aware of that. Like, I don't want to think about that. You know what I mean? Like, I just want to live my life, like see whatever you want to see. But like, like, I'm not hiding anything, like see whatever you want to see. My account's public. Um, It's always been public. It will always be public. Um, So I don't mind. Um, But I was just kind of like, make a fake account, put in a little bit of effort. Like don't come in here all bold, like not even following me, typing my name into search, thinking that just because I have like thousands of views on my stories that I'm not going to see you pop up. Like Instagram's algorithm is so, so sneaky and smart. I mean, they know everything. They know too damn much. So they're like probably sitting there like making sure that certain people will come more to the top because they'll be like, oh, you have mutual friends with this person or whatever it might be. Or this person views this person's profile and your profile. So we're going to make sure that they come to the tippy top because they probably want to create a lot of drama. They probably laugh all the time. (laughs) But again, it probably keeps people on their apps, right? But you know what I'm saying? Like everybody's, everybody's spent quite a bit of time on social media, especially like personally, like whether it's like consuming content or just like falling down a rabbit hole and all of a sudden you're on like somebody's like ex-girlfriend's cousin's dog's Instagram account. And then you're like, we got to we got to like go, (laughs) we got to go do something. We got to go get some fresh air. So anyway, but then there's people that, you know, follow a lot of people and they compare themselves all the time. In general, everyone that's on Instagram is likely following people 
a handful of people at least that they constantly compare themselves to. Listen, everybody looks like they're doing so much, having so much, having such a good time. Everyone seems better than you on Instagram. Like everybody seems better than you on Instagram. I mean, the people themselves seem better than who they are on Instagram so much of the time because everybody's like sharing their highlight reel and it's like the more they share and everybody's like oversharing. I kind of vacillate. Like there's times where I feel like I overshare, but then there's other times where I'm just like, what's the point of me posting this right now? And I'll either delete it or not post. Or what I like to do is record things first and then like post them a little bit later when I get back home or when I like actually have a moment to sit and consider if I want to post something or share something, if I want to make something public or not. Um, but I'm, I'm a very private person. The point of this is comparison. So everybody's comparing themselves to like this highlight reel, okay, in some way, shape or form. And you can't help but compare yourself. I mean, it's kind of like how our minds work. We, we naturally, we always compare. Like it's just, that's just how it is. Some people more than others. Sometimes it depends on the context, depends on what we're talking about. But here's the thing. Like, let's cut to the chase because you've probably already wasted enough time doing the comparison porn every single day. And I have a few pieces of advice, like three pieces of advice. Number one, this is like the most obvious thing. Set limits for how much time you spend on social media and stick with it. If you struggle with it, perhaps move your Instagram icon to like the back of your phone, not on the first page where it's super easy access. Um, Maybe even set specific times that you will stay off of social media and give something else your full attention. Um, I like to turn on airplane mode whenever possible, or I even have a kitchen safe since I've been spending a lot of time writing over the past like six plus months or whatever. Um, actually longer than that, but like I've been spending a lot of time writing. So I actually have a kitchen safe. You can get them on Amazon and it literally locks your phone away for as long as, as long as you want. Like you can't get into it. You would have to break it with a hammer. So you could set it for like minutes, hours, days. I've never done days. I dream of doing that someday, but like realistically, that's, it's not for me. I mean, I, I dream of that someday, like going to like a, a cabin in the woods somewhere and just not being connected to any kind of social media at all for maybe a few days, a week. Um, I dream of that. It's probably never going to happen, but I, but I, I like to think that I might do it one day. I'm never going to do that, but I like to think I might. Um, people are paid big, big bucks, like I said, to make apps as addictive as humanly possible. So if you don't think that you have a problem, there's a tracker on your phone now. Like if you have, let's say, the latest software update of um, iOS, let's say on your iPhone. I'm not sure. There's other there's apps that you can download for iPhone as well as I believe other devices. Um, but I know for me personally, I know most of my listeners are listening on an iPhone. You can go into settings and go down to screen time. And that basically tells you how much time you're spending on your phone. And it shows you... Um, how much time you're spending on each app every single day. And that will really give you a clear idea of whether you're spending your time wisely or if you're wasting time on, on social media. It's so, so important to get really serious about monitoring the time and energy that you spend on your phone, especially if you're a creative. I mean, we all have this false idea these days that social media is productive. It can be if you're mainly using it to share what you've created while you were off of it. If you're using it to actually connect with people that can and will help you get better at your skill or your career or whatever, it can be really great. But it's so, so detrimental otherwise to your life because 
I mean, it can be terrible for relationships, your mind, your emotions, your spirit, your energy, all of it. Like I was saying before, it's not even just about your mental and emotional health, but even physically. I mean, there's people who are literally, you know, hating themselves because they don't look like whoever it is on social media. When meanwhile, most of these people are getting so much plastic surgery, a lot of them for free, especially if they have quite a following. There's so much going on. And so like, again, everybody's like injecting and pulling themselves. I mean, plastic surgery, plastic surgeons love social media. They love Instagram. They love Snapchat. People are going into um, plastic surgeons offices now and they're asking to be made to look like uh, to to look more like a filter, which I understand. I've been tempted. Listen, we all look better with a damn filter, but um, it's just, it's making us distance ourselves even further from who we actually are. I mean, social media is kind of like not even necessarily made up. I don't feel like it's made up for everyone, but there's only so much you can know about somebody from what you see on social media. You're getting such a small, small sliver of someone's life, someone's soul, someone's spirit. I mean, you're really only able to tell about maybe 10%. Um, You don't really ever have the full, full story. And so much is so curated too. I mean, people aren't really sharing anything other than their other than their highlight reel. Let's go back to my tips. So like first and foremost is set limits for how much time you spend on social media and stick to it. The next thing is Sometimes we compare ourselves to others and feel like we don't measure up in some way and we end up feeling bad about it because we're like, you know what, I'm not this enough, I'm not that enough, I'm not doing enough, etc. And I think that this isn't completely bad news, okay? This might sound a little bit counterintuitive kind of, I guess you could say, but what I mean is I think you can use this to your advantage. You can really reframe and think about how what you see, like instead of feeling inadequate, think about how you can use it to inspire you, to motivate you, to fuel you in a healthy way, not an obsessive way. Obsessive is never, ever healthy. Healthy is the key. You can use this to help remind you of what's possible, how you can maybe stretch yourself a little bit, maybe be able to see where you might be holding yourself back and how you can set a new standard, which also leads me to a very, very, very important point. You have to remember at the end of the day that the only standards that should matter to you are your own standards. And you have to get really clear and honest and aware of what actually really matters to you. What is actually really important to you? What really makes you happy and makes you feel good and makes you feel alive? And from there, set standards of your own and stick to those. Like at the end of the day, the only standards that matter are yours. Okay, so don't ever feel like you need to do anything necessarily differently unless you really think it's a good idea for you, a healthy, good idea for you. So set your own standards. Understand that your standards are the only ones that matter because what happens is when we compare ourselves, it's so often a reflection of maybe where we feel we didn't set a bar high enough for ourselves or maybe we could be doing a little bit more. It's not about emulating, but making a decision for a standard that you are comfortable with or just you don't want to be completely comfortable. You want to be slightly uncomfortable so that way you can grow. Um, Growth is important. But again, growth is such a huge part of feeling alive as a human being. And it's very, very hard to feel like you're growing in life if you're spending most of your time in front of a screen watching other people grow their lives. 
Okay, so really think about that and really like write that down. Remind yourself of that every day because growth and progress are that's what's essential to life. That's what makes people basic human psychology. All human beings, we are put on this planet to grow and make progress. And when we don't feel like we're growing, we don't feel like we're making progress. When we feel or we remain stagnant and stuck for too long, it kind of feels like we're dying on the inside, if we're being honest, right? It's a very painful experience. So you want to make sure that you're focusing on growing. And if you want to focus on growing yourself and your life, you're going to have to spend more time away from your phone, more time off of social media. So when you're comparing yourself to other people, instead think about what your standards are, how you can use this as inspiration, as something that can help you sort of maybe stretch yourself a little bit more, um, but also check your own standards, create new standards, update the ones you already have, dream, visualize, set new intentions and goals, and find a what I can learn from this. Like when you're when you're watching somebody else's story or consuming someone's content, really think about what you can learn from it, if it makes you feel good, um, if it inspires you. And last but not least, if you cannot find, like even if it's people who you like, Okay, because there's people who we kind of like. We like them. We don't want to unfollow them. You could always mute them. Um, If somebody doesn't make you feel good, don't entertain it. Like if it really doesn't inspire you, motivate you, if it just doesn't make you feel good in any way, shape or form, and it's not like a neutral thing. It's like, I feel like shit every time I see this person pop up. It's time to either mute or unfollow. You have to decide for yourself which is more appropriate. It is so, so important to protect your space, protect your mind, protect your energy and protect yourself. The way they say that you are the sum of the five people that you spend the most time around, you're also the sum of, let's say, the five or 10 people whose content you consume the most often every single day. So be really mindful and selective and choosy about who you are allowing to pop up on your screen, just like involuntarily to just take up your social media time. Um, Really pay attention to that and be intentional. Be really intentional about who and what you allow to come into your space. Like I basically have most people um, most people on mute, to be honest, like I maybe have, mm, I would say like 10 to 20 accounts that I allow. Um, most of them are accounts that I actually find inspiring or they make me happy or whatever it might be that like interests me, like something that it has to add to my life. It has to add to my life. It's either informing me of the people around me who I maybe don't see all the time or don't keep in touch with on like a, you know, daily, daily basis, but gives gives me, you know, an idea of what they're up to, keeps me connected, I guess. But mainly I'm following people that just their content makes me happy or it inspires me or it adds in some way. And I mean, there's days where I just don't even like I make a conscious decision that I'm not going to even watch stories or I'm not even going to scroll through. Like I have all meme accounts muted. I have um, so many accounts muted, actually. I have so, so many accounts muted because um, there's just something about when I go onto social media, I feel like even if the content is supposedly motivational or spiritual or something, sometimes it can kind of um, remind you of things that you're not really necessarily 
like on there to think about or don't want to think about that day. So it can kind of, I feel like, remind you of things that you're trying to either forget about or like now is not the time. So instead, I kind of mute those accounts and I'll I'll go check them when I want to go check them because I do still like the content, but like I don't want it to just come up at any time whenever it wants spontaneously like I'm gonna look at it when I feel like looking at it when I am prepared I don't want to be constantly reminded of terrible things that happen in relationships or terrible things that happen in life and like even though it's helpful information it's useful information it's inspiring information and it definitely helps me to even create content and inspires content sometimes uh I just I don't want to I don't want to have to be reminded of it all the damn time and there's times where I'll even post something where I'm I'm deleting this because it's just it's is it kind of passive aggressive is it does it not really is it not happy is it not really positive is it not really useful then I eventually like take it down almost right away or I just won't even post it at all so I'm, I'm conscious about what I'm putting out and I'm also conscious of what I'm allowing to spontaneously pop up for me like I said these are like little little tiny things that sound so ridiculous but they are so so necessary especially if you follow quite a few accounts. I don't like to be bombarded with things without permission. Like I want to come on Instagram. And I want to laugh at a few memes. And even those, I mute those because like sometimes they're not really positive either. Um, like they're funny, but like, I don't need I don't need to be reminded of every single thing that's ever gone wrong in my life, even, no matter how funny it is, every time I open my phone or every time I open up Instagram. So basically what I'm trying to really make sure you guys take away from this is it's really important for you to take control of your devices as much as you possibly can. Like be intentional about them, be mindful of them. There are going to be days because again, these are created to be addictive. These are created to be even, they have plans to make it even more addictive. Um, there's going to be days where you're going to feel like you're not as in control, but it's really important to keep getting right back up on the bandwagon and be conscious and be aware and do the best you can. And tomorrow is always a new day, but be really intentional, be really mindful with how you use social media and let and make sure that you're the one that's using it, not it's using you. The only standards that matter are the ones that you set for yourself. And guess what? Here's the thing, the people that you're comparing yourself to and feeling like crap about, believe me, they are like everybody's gonna tell you, well, they don't have actually perfect lives. Like realistically, we know like people don't have perfect lives. We know other people don't have perfect lives. It's kind of hard to think about that when all you're seeing are the positive highlights of their life. But sometimes people are like, well, shit, I don't have a vacation that looks like this to post right now, or I don't have this thing or that thing to post. So like, shit, their highlight reel is better than my highlight reel. But here's the thing. Nobody's free from that feeling. The people that you're likely comparing yourself to, they're also comparing themselves to other people as well and feeling like shit. Because at the end of the day, there's always going to be someone that's quote unquote, seemingly better than you are. Um, there's always going to be someone that seems to have more. There's always going to be people who may actually have more than you do in some way. There is no perfect person. And because of that, there will always be prettier, more confident, smarter, more successful, more creative, more this, more that. But if there are people that for any reason under the sun, I'm telling you, don't make you feel joy when you see their content pop up, hit the fucking mute button. If you can unfollow them. If they make you feel like you come up short in any way, 
hit that mute button. You could still go and look at the content when you decide to, when you're prepared for it, when you know what you're getting into, you're kind of ready for it. But at least you have the freedom and the luxury of deciding when that will be, not just have it pop up in your face involuntarily when you might not be in the mood, when you might be better off not having it at all, or at least putting it off. So really take control of your device and take control of your life. The two are so, so interconnected these days. I get it. And it's just like, this is the conversation that needs to be had these days because it sounds ridiculous and it sounds especially ridiculous to people who maybe in their generation, they didn't have that. Like I was born in 1990. So I was like, I don't really know how I would be able to handle Instagram the way that it is today if I was kind of born into it, if I was like really young, like if I was still in my like early teens or something, I don't really know how I would be able to handle it. And that's something that I think about and I worry about too, because I feel like society isn't really quite equipped yet to know how to make sure that people can can still have their their head on straight and participate in social media. I mean, there's full-blown adults who they, there's times where they just have to take breaks. I know with myself, like I take breaks too, because I'm just like, I can't be sitting here all day. Like I got a life to live. Um, so I can't even imagine what it might be like for, for people who are in their teens. Um, but it's so, so important to have this conversation and for, for this conversation to be had so that hopefully we can come up with solutions and ways of managing it and making it not as bad as it is, not as bad as it could be, because it really doesn't have to be as bad as it is. Like when Instagram went down a few weeks ago during Mercury retrograde, I don't think there was a coincidence in that at all. Um, it was definitely weird. Like I thought it was fantastic, to be honest. Um, it was off. I think about the entire day. I thought it was fantastic. It was really weird though. Cause at first I was just kind of like, wow. So we just like live like it was, it was great. I took a nap. I worked on a project. Yeah, it was great. I thought it was fantastic. I thought it was fantastic. It was just so quiet. It's like, what are people doing? nothing. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like nobody's doing anything because nobody ha like people have to like sit and stare at each other and talk now. Um, but yeah, I hope this episode resonated with you. I hope that you found it helpful, insightful, that it gave you something that you could take away and apply into your own life and hopefully helps you get a better handle of your life in this wild, wild social media digital age. 